I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Garden Report here um, with uh, John Zanis and... CLNS Celtics beat reporter Bobby Manning uh, and the news, Bobby, it happened. Uh, Damon Lillard has been traded, not to the Miami Heat, not to the Toronto Raptors, the Milwaukee freaking Bucks. (laughs) And we have not had much time to talk about it other than a few texts on our on our Garden Report thread. Uh, And our main reaction uh, was just, whoa. Um, so that happened. So I'll just get your, I'll just get your initial take here, uh, as you're kind of digesting the news. Yeah, not stunned. Definitely surprising here, but you did see something like this developing over the last few weeks here where Miami and Portland with someone other than the heat, obviously someone other than the heat. Sure. But the box is bad. It's bad. The Celtics. Yeah. And And you should be scared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Giannis, a very smart superstar, applying the pressure about a month ago with that New York Times interview, a couple podcasts where he hinted at leaving Milwaukee. And obviously that puts the Bucks front office into overdrive, leads them to pull off a very creative trade here. I like this for Portland, too. This is a good trade for the Bucks. obviously. They upgrade a point guard here. Don't send out too much depth beyond it. He loses starter in Grayson Allen, but Bobby Porter can step right into that spot. So... What I think they did here is close the gap with the Celtics because you look, I said it last night, the Celtics with full health now, as reported last night, entered this season as prohibitive favorites. Well, no, no, now, no. They were now not they're prohibitive. Now they're co-favorites. They I think were, they were prohibitive. They were slight favorites, and now I think that that's flipped. I'll be, I'll be stunned if uh, when the odds makers get their hands on so this. I do, have, I do have fan duels. Oh, what does fan duel have? Okay. They have the Bucks as championship favorites at plus 430, or 360 rather. Uh, Nuggets move up past the Celtics, obviously, with the East shift there, the 430. And then the yep. Celtics fall to third at 480. So, so there you have it. No long... it's, it's a tough one, and we might as well tell you about FanDuel. Absolutely get in there. 200 in bonus bets when you bet just five. Our official sponsor here at the CLNS Media Network. Get in on some action with FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash Boston. Super important you enter that way if you are going to sign up, FanDuel.com slash Boston. So uh, I guess that's kind of it. It's it's That's the question everyone's going to ask is, uh, what does this do? For the Celtics standing in the uh, in the uh, in in the thing, and we'll talk about that. We'll wait for more people to kind of filter in again. A surprise garden report, not much promotion, unscheduled, um, and uh, we can tweet it out again. Ahmed, our uh, our fantastic producer, uh, whipped this up for us real quick so we can get on here and just start talking about it. Uh, and then we want to hear your reaction as well. What this does for the Celtics' chances? Uh, are they clearly behind the Bucks? Can they make a move of their own now? I floated this without any 
real insight into whether or not it's even feasible, but something involving Malcolm Brogdon and draft picks in order to pry Drew Holiday away from Portland, because I don't think Portland necessarily needs or wants uh, veterans right now. Um, so just something to think about, something to talk about. Here's what the trade looks like. Uh, Blazers receive Holiday and Aiton. Okay, both trade candidates, wouldn't you think? Or maybe they're going to retool and they, they're not tanking completely. They've got, you know, you know, maybe they'll just go, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do here. We'll see. Um, in addition to uh, 2029 first round pick from Milwaukee and, uh, and two pick swaps. Um, and then the Suns get uh, Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little. So the Suns just got rid of Aiton. Yeah. I mean, add a low depth. And the Suns had to. They were in a position after doing what they did uh, with Durant that they had no choice but to kind of move on. So, But we're not here. This isn't the Suns report or the Bucks report. This is the Garden report. And really all that matters here from a Celtics perspective is what this does uh, in the East here. Uh, you know, I saw somebody put in the chat already, Bobby, and I'll throw it out there. Yeah, it sounds scary. Giannis and Dame and Middleton. That's assuming Middleton is Middleton. Um this might be a big two and a half rather than a true big three. And I'm not going to lie. And someone put this in the chat and I think I agree. Miami's big three might've been overall better than the area for the Celtics. Then no the, doubt Bucks, about it. the Miami big three would have been worse. So as bad as this sounds, because it's the bucks and you recognize that this is the team that you've been competing with for the top seed, you know, back and forth over the last couple of years. Um, and they seem like your main competition. Reality is Miami's your main competition. If Miami added Dame, I think they would have been in much worse shape. That's why I say Milwaukee closed the gap with the Celtics here. You look at the way these two teams played each other last year, and obviously they didn't get to meet in the playoffs. The Celtics kind of throttled them. You remember that 40-point win yeah. in March, the game where the Celtics brought up Hauser and Mascala and all of them and almost won? They dominated this team a year ago, so... The Bucks had to do something to close the gap here, especially after the Celtics added Porzingis. And if all goes well there, you have to think that's going to help Boston get even better. So Miami was the team you feared, having beat you last year, having dominated you going back three seasons now, adding uh, marquee piece and Lillard, who, along with their system, would have put Miami on par with Boston talent-wise, maybe not depth-wise, but with that top-end talent, you would have been looking at another even series now. Depending on what the Heat do here, and we can talk about them in the holiday race too once we get to that, you have to think the Heat are in a tough spot, even with what they've pulled off the last couple of years, sneaking in the playoffs last year, going through the play-in, getting to these finals, unlikely. Losing two more rotation guys like they did this summer and not really adding much, this is a massive loss for them. And yeah, as you said, John, you, you worry about the Bucks more. I always respect Giannis, even after what we watched last year. I'm going to give them the utmost respect and name them right there with Boston in that East hierarchy now. But you'd much rather see him go here. Yeah, so here's the thing. Here's what people aren't factoring in. If he was going to Miami, he was going to Miami for nothing Miami was going to miss. Not yeah. not, not really. He's gone to the Bucs for something the Bucs are going to miss. But you're, uh, you're, I'm not comparing players. Dame is Dame and Giroux is Giroux. Giroux is still a top 25 player and one of the best defenders in all of basketball. Uh, and absolutely, 
uh, still extremely capable. The Heat were going to give up Hero, and they would have been absolutely fine doing that, but they weren't going to mess with their core. The Bucks moved part of their big three to become a bigger three. And yeah. yes, I, I, it makes them better, but they gave up something. Miami, in the scenario that we saw, was going to give up nothing other than a bunch of firsts. But in the moment, in the here and the now, they were going to be tougher. So uh, I get it. And, and again, from the Bucks' perspective, I'm a surprise they got off this cheap. I think you had Milwaukee over a barrel. They had to make a move because, as you said, Giannis kind of chirps like we got to do well, this something. This is everything Milwaukee had, wasn't it? I mean, you, you could just more firsts. I mean, you no, know? But this is all the first they had. Remember, they traded all yeah, the first holiday. Yeah, yeah, they're out. They're out. So this is what they had, and it's well, created these are the from first Portland's ones. Perspective, yeah, because you. you you couldn't go further in the future. They don't have like 31, 32. No, you can only go seven years. So that's right. So they were maxed <laughs> out. That's right. That's right. Cause a holiday was three and two. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so that is crazy. That's as and they trade all go. their seconds for Jay Crowder. <laughs> <laughs> um, These teams are acting like me, John, them and the Suns. Give them <laughs> six first. Give them everything you want. But when your star is saying he's going to leave, you have no choice, especially if you're Milwaukee and you're not going to see another Giannis in your lifetime, probably. They had to do this. And there's some flaws to going in this direction. But the fact that Lillard obviously was willing to team up with Giannis, uh, that he gives them something they didn't have offensively in terms of above the rim or above the break threat they're pulling up from three, it it made a lot of sense for them. Holiday's up for a massive new contract next year, which we got to consider if we're going to kick around him for the Celtics here. So they had to address that as well. And those picks in the future, you weren't going to get Giannis there. So they had to do this. They weren't going to be looking very good. The the storyline as recently as last night, John, and I tweeted it, the Bucks didn't do much this summer before this. They didn't add much. They really didn't address many needs. And given that other teams around the East got better, it was going to be hard to come up with a scenario where they were going to be playing in the finals this year, unless Giannis just through sheer will got them there. Now you're looking at a piece that makes them a lot more compelling here. And, and a thing that they lacked at the end of the day, um, you know, even the year the Milwaukee won the title, your go-to guy late in games was more Middleton because he's the one who could, uh, you know, score from, you know, multiple places on his own. Yeah. With Middleton kind of going backwards, you didn't really have that guy. You had Giroux, who's hot and cold, but not necessarily an efficient scorer. And Giannis, who is limited in what he can do. He can play the bully ball. He can get to the line, but he's not going to pull up, hit jumpers, hit threes. do. And you could things. really load up on him. And you could load up. So he was struggling late in games. Um, you saw, you know, I mean, in that Miami series, he's turning the ball over. He's forcing. He's trying to make things happen. That's not the case with Lillard. The ball, the ball goes to Lillard in those situations now, and that's just what he does. And he's just an unguardable guy. He really is. It doesn't really matter what you throw at him. He's a guy. He's a contested shot guy. He's going to be hitting threes from forty feet away. Um, so it is a scary compliment to you know you can't load up on Giannis. You, you know you got to always be mindful of you know of what else is there. If Middleton regains his form, even if not fully, but he's just a consistent knockdown shooter and a third option. It's definitely, definitely an improved team and a team that makes more sense. That being said, I don't know how this team defends you if you're the Boston Celtics, and you have to factor that in. I don't want to play the green team or card here. Right, ha- and it's, it's where I feel too. You have to here. look at both sides of it. Like, yeah, that's great. Who's playing defense? Yeah. You know, and obviously Giannis is great, but it's like, who's guarding the Jays here? 
It's going to be interesting because they really struggled to do it a year ago. Obviously, in those blowout losses, the Celtics could just pull up from three and kind of get what they wanted on the perimeter. And, you know, the Bucks are going to box off the post. It'll be interesting to see if they switch more this year with the new coach. Obviously, they're a team that would just drop and forget about it. No adjustments with Boonholzer. So does that change with Adrian Griffin coaching this team now? We'll see. Uh, but defensively, they're definitely lacking. Now, I'm intrigued. The guy they did keep in this deal, who I thought would almost certainly have to go out, was Marjan Bochamp, who they haven't played much since they drafted him a year or two ago. He brings that wing size. He's got that pedigree as a defender who can, you know, go on a Brown or a Tatum. But in recent years, who was guarding the Jays on this team? It was Holiday. It was Wes Matthews when he was there, George Hill even. They were trying to scrap together minutes yeah. with those kind of guys against the Jays and just taking away the rim from them and hoping that they'd miss shots. And that's more the case now that you don't have a Holiday. For how much we talked about, John, losing the heart and soul and smart, this team kind of had its own heart and soul in Holiday and an even more well-rounded player. You know me, them. man. I've been on that Holiday train for a really long time. Um, so I'm a huge fan, uh, and for what he That's does. That's a major loss, isn't it? I, I, and someone put it in the chat, and they took the words right out of my mouth. I think Holiday's the guy Celtics fans always thought Marcus Smart was. You know, like, you know, a, 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 a defender who defends every position often frequently defends the best player on any team on any given night, um, and also just a guy who can score and who can run the point more efficiently. And again, He's not the elite scoring type guy, uh, but he can bring you, he can get you buckets. He can do everything. I love everything about Holiday's game. So, yeah, you lose something there if you're Milwaukee. Yeah, for sure. And a starter in Grayson Allen, which isn't a big deal. But again, another piece of your depth gone here. They're going to have to scrap for you. I'm sure Bobby Portis will step into the starting lineup. And then what do you really have off the bench there? I know it's not the biggest consideration when you're getting Lillard, but it matters when the top of the East is pretty close here. The Celtics. They're getting Brogdon back healthy, it looks like here. That's a big plus. Uh, they're you know, adding Porzingis to the front court. That's going to help them compete in that front court area and have bigger lineups out there. And they might have some bench scorers themselves. So the one thing I'm not going to do here is say that the Bucks blew past the Celtics with this deal or that the Celtics have to do something now to match this. The Celtics are fine with what they have here for the most part. I'll consider this holiday thing. Because I love him as a player too, John. But it's going to be tough to pull off. It's going to take a bold move. To well, do let's talk. Like let, we're going to talk about that in a little bit because I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to. I don't want to give it all away in one spot. But yeah, I am curious what the Celt what what the um uh what the Celtics might be interested in doing. Let here. me say this though before we get to that. This is probably a deal that the Celtics could have come close to matching, give or take. No, they don't have the player to give back. So I, I wrote about earlier in the week, it probably would have been Brogdon, Rob, a couple contracts, and all your future fares give, for the most part. That's close to what, because Portland's only getting one first here, a really good one, but they have to go out and find some more first now by trading Holiday. I, just, I, I think easy. you really, it, it really, it's the asset. Whether you play him or you trade him, Drew Holiday is worth seven Malcolm Brogdons. I'm sorry. Like, Malcolm Brogdon's not an asset you can do anything with. He doesn't make you better, and you can't trade him for anything. But Brog Holiday on his own is worth a couple of firsts. So what are you going to do? Like, that's what I mean is, like, I just don't think you're – whatever you're getting in return there is just not going to be enough. Unless you did a three-and-two pick swap, it's going to be a hard one to do 
for for Lillard, you would what are you going to do there? Like nothing. You're going to give every draft pick you conceivably could as far out as you possibly can, and 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 the, it would be based on the picks, not the player. And and again, you have to factor in anybody dealing with the Celtics and taking picks back has to recognize no matter how far you go in the future, they're probably going to have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum secured and locked onto this roster for the next four or five years. So good luck having that pick be worth anything at worst, at worst, if the Celtics absolutely blow up and they hold on to those two guys, they're a middle of the pack team or a five seed. You're never getting a pick outside of the twenties out of Boston. You're just not. Yeah. Whereas you can imagine the bucks not having Lloyd. Bucks might unravel a little faster because you've got an aging core. Your two best players now are, you know, are older. The Jays are, are entering their prime. So I just don't think the assets are that valuable. The Celtics have, this is their problem with having made these trades is they're always one really they're They're one almost elite player short all the time. You know what I mean? And so they're always, but they've done a really good job rolling up, you know, lesser players into Derek white, rolling up a smart into a Porzingis. So they have leveled up along the way, but right now short of the Jays or Porzingis, which you can't trade any of them. There's really not a movable piece that gets you a player like Dame, but maybe it gets you Giroux. You know, maybe the money's tougher with Drew because you're talking about not quite Dame level money. It's a $10 million gap between him and Brogdon. You can make that up with spare parts. Yeah. I I, I mean, do you consider Rob? That's more than a spare part. And that would hurt you. If you had to do that, but you would have, you would have considered doing that for a Lillard. You probably don't consider doing that for a holiday. It's harder. It's harder. Then you ask about white which I don't even want to think about, but we can debate. The thing is with getting Lillard, you add a star who's signed for years and years to come. And how about all this stuff about not wanting to go to Boston now, but he's going to go to Milwaukee. (laughs) Like, come on. Like that was the big holdup that he wasn't going to remember when he wasn't going to play that you were going to get an unhappy star if he went anywhere, but Miami boat. Now Milwaukee's fine. It looks like he's going to play in suit up after all. I mean, that was ridiculous, but <laughs> the, the amount of picks you can give up, I think, closes the gap on this deal a little bit. You're right, John. Over the next three to four years here, those picks wouldn't have been great. But if you're giving up picks into the distant future, 2029, 2030, especially unprotected rather than swaps, yeah. it would have been a comparable deal. Now, you're right. Brogdon on a two-year deal really isn't an asset for Portland. I think you're probably giving up a pick alone to get off that contract. But giving up Rob, I think, closes the gap a little bit. Giving up all those picks, it was something worth considering, especially if you could have pulled the Suns in as they did to give up some additional assets and get off that Aiton contract like the Bucks did here. There was a real path to the Celtics doing this, I think. It would have been tough, but think of it from this perspective, John. We have all this uncertainty about Brogdon, which got minimized a little bit last night, fortunately. There's always uncertainty around Rob every single year. You're getting a piece back that's a little more certain and lowered at that point, yeah. even given his age and some of the injuries he's had in recent years. Real quick, I want to address the Super Chat. We d- thank you very much for the contribution. Um, anybody who does um, uh, uh, participate and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and throw anything our way on the Super Chats, all the money is redirected to the hosts of the podcast. So thank you very much. Uh, for doing that. We did talk about this. This is a big part of this deal. It really is. It does, in fact, absolutely take away a defensive presence and some identity from the Bucks, and they have to find a way to account for that. Um, I still think they have to make the move to placate Giannis, 
but 100% this has an impact on them as well. And again, the depth problem, and thank you again here for this one. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, let me read that. Japeth, uh, thank you. Uh, you're right. If you go super team, you go legit big three, your depth suffers. It's what happens. What are we looking at with the Celtics right now, Bobby? You have a big two and a half or a big three if you want to count Porzingis, but you, you're you seven deep and you're talking about Hauser and Pritchard and O'Shea Brissett and this and that playing meaningful minutes for you. And that's before any load management, which you technically can't do anymore. But um, before you start to load manage guys like Rob and Horford and you have injury concerns with guys like Brogdon and and uh, and uh, and, it, you know, it's a house of cards when you go big three. You do not have a much margin for error, especially if you want to rest your stars, too. What are we going to be doing? You're going to be playing. I mean, and the Bucs are notorious with this, Bobby. The Bucs are a team. Look at Giannis's minutes. They manage the hell out of him. 32-33, whereas the Celtics with uh, Tatum is up to 37 or so per game. They're very careful with that. And when you when you lack depth, you can't manage minutes as effectively. Yeah, especially if you're them and you have Jay Crowder, Pat Connaughton, yeah. a couple of shooters off the the, bench. the 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 drop is too big. It's always the problem when you when you, it's it's what happened a couple of years ago when a when 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 a Jay was off the court, the Celtics would tank because everybody knew this. Just whoever you're bringing in there really really messes with the mojo. The Bucks will be in that position for sure. Yeah, and I don't think it's comparable to Boston because the Celtics can stagger a lot between those three stars, and they do have guys off the bench that have contributed in the past, even in big spots uh, when you mentioned Pritchard there. But this Bucks team, it is thin. Like You're going to have trouble resting. You're going to have trouble staggering lineups in the second units. Middleton really is the X factor, right? If he's the old Middleton, this is probably fine with that staggering. But if he's anything close to what we saw last year, it's going to be tough here for them. I agree. Uh, so we are going to talk, we're going to talk a little bit about some of our trade scenarios and get some thoughts. We'll talk to you guys in the chat as well and see what you're thinking. A um, couple things we want to tell you once again, want to remind you about our sponsors here at the garden report. And again, FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS media network and snap into action. This NFL season with FanDuel. If you haven't already, the season is well underway. We are in week four, Bobby Manning, absolutely woke one out against, oh, yeah. against, uh, against me uh, this weekend in our little fantasy matchup with the late, Matt Stafford, garbage time touchdown, but hey. You know it was you know, fun last week, too? Betting the Dolphins. And, oh, my goodness gracious, the <laughs> amount of dough my friends made off of Dolphins, props, parlays, and this and that. Holy wow. Oh you all, you, if you bet anything in that Dolphins game you hit um, last week. So that was amazing. But the offer here you can get a FanDuel is uh you you know bet five get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed that's all you have to do is bet five win or lose you get that uh so if you've been thinking about joining go ahead and do it go to fanduel.com slash boston once again fanduel.com slash boston fanduel the official partner in the nfl and the exclusive wagering partner of the clns media network you have to be 21 and over here and present in massachusetts to take part in the deal hope is here if you have any sort of issues with gambling uh you can go to gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. As for that deal, restrictions do apply. The bonus bets expire in seven days. Check out terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Other thing we want to tell you about, if you don't know, if you're not as smart as Bobby Manning and you don't know that you're supposed to bet the Dolphins um, <laughs> last week, which you were, in fact, supposed to 
uh, bet the Dolphins, you can go to Odds R. And what exactly is that? It's gambling advice. Um, it's betting advice here. Um, and that's what it does. It uses uh, all sorts of analysis. And uh, we got different... a Celtics code here. Yeah, huh? there it is. Do we have it? Yeah, there it is. Oh, you found it. Thank you. Yeah. Th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's AI machine learning to suggest smart sports bets. Why not take advantage of it here? And that's what you do at Odds Are. It's the mobile app you need. And you got to download the app to get involved here. So make sure you do that. If you are interested, it's super, super easy. Um, you just download the app and you look into it and it gives you smart bets based off of real smart calculations and AI uh, and different things that will help you make you know, bet smarter. So you can get a 30 day free trial here for just garden report or Celtics, all access listeners. All you have to do is go here and check out that code. Uh, odds are.com slash Celtics. Download that app, get started today, 30 day free trial. Absolutely. No reason not to do it. Uh, and pairs extremely well with FanDuel If you are signed up there, uh, Bobby, let's get back to it. Uh, you know, Celtics media day is beginning, right? Uh, it's on. It's coming up on Monday. Uh, recent report that Malcolm Brogdon is completely healthy entering Celtics training camp. I don't think we believed that that was possible uh, based on the lack of intel we were getting on the situation. It was Washburn. Gary. Gary's the one who you know reported this. We got um, a lot of crap for Washburn's report. <laughs> Well, it's not. Night. I mean, then Ramona Shelburne did it, and everybody stopped crying about it. But yeah. whether Brogdon is, whether Brogdon is pissed or not, may not matter. If he's a professional, he shows up. There's a lot of people who don't love things at work. Okay, I, I live in a town right now where the teachers are really mad because they're not getting a fair contract. You know, and they're, you know, they're 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 bummed about it, and it's pretty rancorous, and it goes back and forth. But they show up every day and they teach. Malcolm Brogdon is a professional. He's going to show up and play basketball. He's not going to sulk and pout. We thought, but we weren't sure his health status and whether or not he was going to slow play this injury, be insistent to not get surgery, show up and not be fit to play. That was a greater concern than whether or not his feelings are hurt personally. That's my opinion. Um, So this is really good news if it's the case. And again, Brad Stevens says he's fully healthy. Fully healthy could mean a lot of things, right, Bobby? It doesn't mean necessarily he's 1000%, but there's not an injury that's going to keep him from playing presumably yeah. here. Yeah. And in the article last night, Stevens did acknowledge that Brogdon was upset about it being nearly traded to the Clippers. The sides have had conversations over the past few weeks and that's kind of where he left it. Yeah. I'm talking to Gary there. So, but that's, that's been reported the whole time. Yeah. I Well, like that, that he's been mad. I mean, not just reported that's been spoken into existence by Brad and by uh, yeah. and by Joe in ways you don't normally hear people say that it's very rare to hear the entire brass say like yeah we've got some fences to mend. Well, you it's know? rare to have the situation. I mean, you'll end up in rumors sometimes. It might come out after the fact that a deal was close, but for a deal to be done, that's surprising. And I do wonder what does Brogdon want here because. The Celtics can't do much to placate him, right? They can't start him. I guess they could, but you prefer not to with what you set up this year. Uh, you could extend him, but I'm sure you don't want to do that either. You you just extend. You got to extend White now uh, over the next couple months here, and Prince uh, Pritchard's extension eligible too. So you're probably not going to pay him on top of what you're already paying here. This guy's so, this guy's in my head right here, Bobby. This is exactly what I said on our chat. Horford, huh? Yeah, well, you said Horford. I said Pritchard. No, I said Rob. Huh? 
I said Rob. Oh, I said Brad. Where are you seeing Horford? Uh, he's in the chat there. In no, the... but the thing I just put on the screen doesn't say Horford. Yeah. Do, do you think Brad will package Horford, Brogdon, and Pritchard for Drew? Oh, okay. Sorry. I was just looking at the Brog and Pritchard. I don't know if you need Horford necessarily, but I do like the Brogdon and Pritchard. Yeah, you need to close about $10 million, so you need more than Pritchard. It'd be Robert. If you really want Holiday, you'd have to consider White, which is a tougher trade-off, I think. And then Rob, of course, you're losing quite a bit of center depth there. It's it's a tough decision, but if you really want to get it done, you can. No, you can close that gap with, like, Pritchard and Cornette, you know, like, and Hauser if you wanted to. You know what I mean? It's like, you can do spare parts. You're just going to all of a sudden be that team that has no players, you know, that your 10, 11, 12 guys are main taxi squad guys. You know, like, that's what you'll end up being. But, like, you absolutely can find the spare pieces without trading something of of actual value, without a rotational piece. Another well, rotational piece. The the reason you'd have to consider White though is that you do need to trade uh pay holiday next summer. And what are you talking about there? 30, 40 million a year? I don't that, know. Yeah. That's where it's gonna get tough money wise. I mean, this team's already in a tough spot. I know, but you'll be fine because you'll just trade Jalen. It gives just you more trading. options. It gives you just more kidding. options down the He's road. He's thirty three. He's not getting 30, 40 million at this age anymore. You're basically you're doing it. You're doing one year of holiday for two years of uh, of uh, of Brogdon, and you probably get off cheaper because of the contract. So you're not giving up multiple picks. So you might be able to do it cheaply to improve today, and then next and then next year assess everything. You have Tatum on the table as a as an extension guy, but then you have the flexibility to trade Porzingis, Brown, extend Holiday, and that gives you options all of a sudden. Chances of keeping you all of them... You better make sure Holiday wants to stay, though. Yeah, you but chances of keeping all of them small. Yeah. But um, now all of a sudden you have some options there. And if you can't, you can do a sign-and-trade with Holiday because there's just not a lot, of, a lot of teams with the cap space just sitting around to give out these big deals. So um, you have options there if you, if do. you do it. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg... This is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What you have to ask is, are you good enough with the team you have here? To win it all, I'd say yeah. Uh, do 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 you gain enough in holiday to warrant what you'd be giving up for him, even if it is just Brogdon, who was a great offensive piece for this team last year? I mean, if it's Brogdon and Holiday, a bunch of spare parts and a pick that you can live without, yeah, you do it, no question about it. I mean, you because you could get a little bit more aggressive with the picks too. Yeah, instantly. Instantly, you leapfrog. I mean, immediately you leapfrog everybody with yeah. that lineup. Everybody. No, it's um, a fair point. It's a fair and, point. And, you and can so get very year, aggressive with those picks. You can. Yeah. So this year, you are absolutely, uh, you know, a, 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 a real, real tough out. I mean, you're, you are, you are really the team to beat if, if health stays there. <laughs> and then you have some options after. You're going to be expensive, so somebody's got to move. So let's jump into the trade machine here. So you're going to get to 36. Brogdon and Pritchard gives you 26. Uh, throw in Cornette. That, that hurts you. That gets you to 28. 
so you're a little closer there. Who else could you add? Uh, Hauser is another two, so that gets you to 30. Walsh, that gets you to 32. How close do you have to be? Within what percent? 10%. So what's... You're, you're close. You're right 36 there. minus three. I got to add like one, you're more, close. Yeah. one more yeah. contract. Maybe Mahai Luke. I don't even know if you can trade him yet, but that would get you there. So you're right. You just add up a bunch of contracts. Six guys going out. Holiday coming in. Yeah. All of them get bought out. Yeah. So, want me, want me to put the final product on the screen here? No, you don't have All to. Right. People can <laughs> imagine it. <laughs> you can. It's up to you if you like there pressing buttons. Okay. That pop up there. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah. It's up there. That money works if you're just going to stack contracts. I got to check to see if you can trade my high loop, but if you can, that works. Again, you're giving up all your depth there. Yeah. You're giving up. Well, you keep white in this scenario, which is good. Yeah. And then you got to make a t- bunch of decisions by the end of the year, like you and said. And you have it's- some people guessing things like this, which I don't think are are, are off. Absolutely, I think Giroud of the Heat is in play. Definitely, and that scares you again. If if you're Boston and you're looking at the Heat again, they can trade Hero, which is probably a tough trade off for them. Offense, defense. That's a tougher one. You lose some offense there, you get the defense, and then you get older, and then you, as you said, you have got to figure out what you're going to do into the future there. Yeah. I mean, you got to, if Brogdon's pissed, I'm sure Hero's furious <laughs> the way yeah, he's been forwarded. Whatever. But... How long are we going to have this on the screen for? Oh, there we go. I'll dump it. <laughs> no, the heat, the heat scare you with Holiday. And that's maybe another reason to do that deal is so the Heat don't get them. They can Lorp. throw Lowry in there. They have future picks. What's up, buddy? I mean, if, it, if we were the Heat show right now, we wouldn't even be questioning it. It's like, do this deal right now. Yeah. Bring in holiday. He fits their mold perfectly. Man, I too. want I wanna I wanna bathe, I wanna soak up some Miami sadness too when I get off this show. Yeah, they were already heading in that direction. It started early with with some of the reports. Well, you know what? Week. Screw everyone for that. I, this drove me nuts. The people on I, I don't even understand how this was a conversation involving uh, you know, uh the the, the heat, not playing. like no, the idea of like that the Heat will eventually get him. Like the Heat were offering garbage. You know, like I don't get it. Like that trade, it, it was and 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 Lillard just saying Miami or nothing. And oh, everyone's it was ridiculous. Like, everyone's like, what? not everyone, but a lot of people are like, well, you owe it to him. He's been a good. No, that's you get a no trade clause or you just that's it. Like there's no option here. Like. Just to say, trade me to this team only. You don't get to do that. And like the idea that Miami was just going to wear them out and they were going to wait them out and get them for next to nothing drove me insane. So I think it's a victory for like collective bargaining. You know, the fact that they didn't just that he wasn't able to just will himself to only one team. Uh, I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, so, and, and good for Portland for holding on for so long and as not even talking have. to Miami after a certain point. I'm sure Miami was offering ridiculous packages, thinking that they were the only one in the race here. And then you wait long enough and uh, another suitor emerges here. I'm sure the Toronto stuff was real. I'm sure that got people going a little bit in terms of putting stuff out there. And uh, who knows who else checked in. There were reports that Philly did, that Boston did over these last couple months here. So from Lily's perspective, you understand it. You didn't want to end up in Oklahoma City or something like that. So you did have to stake your claim on something. But he should have offered a couple of different teams. And ultimately, he did. 
Like at some point, I'm sure he said, fine, Milwaukee, which you know is funny. You know what's great, Bobby? What's that? All of our regulars reuniting for the first time in a, in a little while. Well, this is a great way to break into the season. We're no, it's much... great. I, I, I'm seeing all these familiar names. I'm so happy to have everybody back. Uh, Judah, Rob, Landon, Blorp. <laughs> A-T-U-I-L-O-L. Um, yeah, I'm ready to get started. I'm, I'm uh, so, uh, William D., what's up, William D., Jacksonville? Uh, no, it's great. It's great having the regulars. Maybe you guys have been cheating on us at other podcasts, which is cool. Um, I don't mind. We, we don't mind the competition, but um, we are back officially. We were going to get really rolling starting next week when Media Day starts. We'll be live all day from there with press conferences um, and uh, you know live press conferences coming from our back arena, not Canton. So thank goodness for that. Oh, That's God. on Monday. And then they're off and running. Bobby is on the beat. He'll be covering the Celtics and we'll be back with at least two garden reports a week throughout um, the preseason. Uh, and we'll do post games shows after the preseason. And then we're off and running with, uh, with the regular season. So, I mean, we are here, baby. It's uh, it's on at this point. Yeah. And media day is going to be very interesting. I think pretty much every player has one interesting question to answer here uh, and you know we're starting to preview some of the biggest stories going into media day so you can check those out at clnsmedia.com bunch of different podcasts coming i'm glad we got this we're gonna be talking about lamar stevens today john uh, that is, is exciting <laughs> that is exciting bobby this is a little better than that so uh, this is great i mean the east is gonna be a little bit boring this shakes things up quite a bit here and makes things really interesting uh, i don't know that it's boring um, but it's, um, it it's, was boring before this. No, it's not boring as much as it basically is, uh, that you are, uh, I mean, what was boring before? Like you thought the Celtics were just going to march to the, the title? If they were healthy. They might've marched through this East. Really? I mean, who, who worries you here before this deal? Miami's going to be scrapping and clawing with the team they have to get into the playoffs again. And they always worry you if you do line up against them come postseason time but the odds would stack against that philly you worried about philly right now not really <laughs> cleveland new york yeah i mean philly's a circus obviously they you know they've got their they've got their hands full with that i'm curious what happens now with harden i'm curious if harden comes into play for miami so there was reporting out there that didn't end up being accurate that uh he was going to skip media day i think it, the actual report was that there's questions about whether he's going to show up on media day or not. So that circus could get going early on Monday. Yeah. Can, I mean, he yeah. can't skip camp though with that rule that you can't become a free agent if you withhold your services. So he's going to have to All show up and do, do is the show fat up in suit. a fat suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his only recourse at this point. And why? Like they have a pretty good team this year. I know. What do you, what do you gain from the fat suit? Honestly, like it's just silly at this point. No one's even worried about him either. I mean, that's a guy who has zero suitors right now. Who would want that guy? Zero suitors, one fat suit. Yeah. Yeah, I, no doubt. I don't know how – and if they run it back, if the coach is better, they got a new coach, they were a quarter away from beating the Celtics, and they probably would have beat the Heat too. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's strange, you know. It's the – you, you know, there are – there were a couple of bounces away from, you know, possibly winning a title a few years. I mean, so, you know, you never know. But with the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, 
dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook? Want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. Looking for calorie-conscious options during the busy season? Try the delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around uh, less than 550 calories per serving. This September, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com newsfeed50 and use code newsfeed50 to get 50% off. That's code NEWSFEED50 at factormeals.com slash NEWSFEED50 to get 50% off. You still think scared. the Celtics are the team? You're not scared. Okay, here's what I'll say. You're scared of Giannis, and you're always scared of Giannis. You always should be scared of Giannis, especially coming off a first-round exit. So if you line up against him come playoff time, just think back to two years ago. It's going to be a grind every possession. You're going to have to be stacking up the whole defense against him. And this year, you don't have Grant Williams. You have Al Horford, but does he take a little bit of a step back this year? Does he come off the bench? I think it's tougher to utilize him every possession against Giannis in that case. So you're a little less equipped to guard one of the best players in the league this year. So that's what worries you. And now he has a guy that he can kick out to. I was just looking at Lillard's catch-and-shoot stats at 36%. He doesn't didn't shoot a ton of them, obviously, in Portland. Um, but this is a guy who shot 11 threes a game last year and hit 37% of them, which is just ridiculous three-point volume. I know they've been rumored to get Buddy Heald, too, potentially here. I don't know what they can give up for him at this point, but that's another shooter who's among the best of the best. So that's what scares you, the top-end talent here. We can parse the depth. That doesn't matter as much come postseason time here. You're worried about Giannis, who you're in a tougher spot to guard this year, and you're worried about Lillard, who is a tough matchup for anybody. Like I think people forgot with Lillard playing on some crap teams the last couple of years. In 2020, which I know is a little while ago now, he was as good as anyone in the league. He was playing at like MVP level in the bubble. And he got back to that last year after a couple injury-riddled seasons. So he's going to be amazing here. Him and Giannis and that Dude, Lillard was ridiculous be. last year. He was absolutely back. And that's why I would have thought about going after him. I really would have. I mean, I think he would have been a great fit on the Celtics. I think he would have solved a lot of their biggest issues. You still worry when it comes to the Celtics about execution late in games, facilitating, and ball handling. And health. Like those three concerns remain the same here. And yes, the Bucks have their own concerns going into the year. But what you lost here is that you're no longer the prohibitive favorite in the East. That's that's where I am. Okay, fair enough. Throw up that factor thing. Same code? Yeah, give it to me. <laughs> Man, did you lose your vision this summer, John? It's gotten progressively worse. It's, <laughs> it's a it's a pandemic it's a pandemic loss. It was 2020, like then you my, just started staring my at entire life, and, and then two <laughs> two years ago, I was like, I can't see this anymore, and now it's like ridiculous. But anyway, uh, too busy to cook this fall. 
which some people are. It's like back to school. Everyone's like s- serious again. Work. You got to you got to actually start working after kind of, you know, mailing it in during the summer. Um, factor meals really <laughs> helps, especially especially. Well, maybe maybe not everybody, but um, factor meals really can help you here because it's uh, it's it's just a never frozen meal delivered to your door ready in just two minutes. You don't have to cook. You don't have to do any prep. You don't have to shop for ingredients. Uh, you just get uh, gourmet level uh, you know, food sent to your door. Uh, and you, there's health conscious options. There's basically anything you can customize it, get whatever you want, upscale meals, premium ingredients, vegetables, broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, uh-huh. asparagus. It's not a joke. It's a, it's the real deal. Um, so you can get that delivered right to your door. Uh, head over to factormeals.com slash newsfeed50. Once again, factormeals.com slash newsfeed50. Use the code newsfeed50. Get 50% off uh, your first order. Once again, newsfeed50, 50% off your order. And hey, why not? It's that time of year. You can get a Garden Report t-shirt. You submit a receipt for any of our sponsors. Show us that you signed up. You can get a free Garden Report t-shirt. What a way to start the year. If any of you are going to Celtics games, I want to see you heading out en masse with these things that's on. That's a good one. Yeah, and that's a good one there. Um, so that's great. So uh, that's that's kind of it. The Bucks. this was the breaking news here. Bucks acquired uh, Damon Lillard. The Lillard saga is over. Um, definitely a little bit of a power shift in the East. But I agree with you, Bobby. I think it makes things, at the very least, you know, intrigue right it, it yeah. adds it adds something here and i was just looking at the schedule they don't play until november 22nd unfortunately yeah. in boston so you're gonna have to wait a little, a little while to see them but uh, it'll be worth the wait and last question i got for you john do you feel a little better given the report last night going into this training camp here on you- brogdon and Porzingis, who, who's healthy now totally I totally i you know the Porzingis thing was always a question mark right bobby like you know, uh, like how hurt was he? How insanely, exceedingly precautionary was this by the Celtics? Did they really come in and be like, dude, please don't play. Like (laughs) we really can't do this. Like, please. And he was like, I get it. That's all good. And that's, I felt it was more like that rather than an eye roll. Here we go again with Porzingis and his injuries. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a thing. That's, that's where I was to start. Then you hear plantar fasciitis and you're like, eh. I get it. And like, you know, this is the thing. Tall guys get hurt a lot. You know, there's a lot of body there and a lot of body parts and um, it's not uncommon. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's it is a good a point, though, because you do think he'd be slow walking it a little bit into camp, and now all of a sudden here he is just throwing up shots and going yeah. full speed. So. so, so yeah, I feel good about that. Um, I actually think I think it might have been Greeny who tweeted it, um, and I agree with it wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, we're talking about the whole Porzingis thing. I think Porzingis is both a, a ceiling raiser and possibly a floor lowerer. <laughs> like the Celtics, lo- the Celtics might have a lower floor 
with this roster, but a higher ceiling as well. There's just more that can go wrong and there's less margin for error. But I think if everybody plays to full health, they are absolutely, uh, you know, a really formidable team. And I think if everybody is healthy, you're not going to be like, oh, Marcus is grit. Where is it? Like, they're just going to be better. The, the, they're going to, their offense is going to be better. They're just going to be overall better. They're going to be able to beat you in more ways. So I like that. But if Brogdon wasn't healthy, all of a sudden you went from what was uh, like a strength with three point guards, albeit none of them were the you know, prototypical type of point guard that you wanted, the great facilitator and this and that, but all of them good basketball players. Uh, you went from a depth position to just D white and question mark, question mark, maybe Peyton Pritchard and who the hell knows what that could have been a real problem. And the thing that scared me more than anything else was the report that Tatum was going to play more point guard. And I was like, no, you know, like, so <laughs> I, I don't want to see that at all. I didn't all. get that report though. Cause you look at the ball time the last oh, couple of years. No, Tatum. no. Tatum led the way, and these guys are going to cut into it a little bit, but Tatum's going to have the ball the most this year, Fine. isn't he? No. Let point guards be point guards. We'll see with uh, White. I'm excited about White this year, getting a start every game. And Brogdon, you know, there's still questions about how the, he's feeling Tatum going kills into this you. Year. Tatum kills you as a point guard because he's just too slow. He's just not a quick enough decision maker. Everything's deliberate. The pace grinds to a halt. Can't be in Brown's hands because of the turnover problems. So you just, want White logging extra time on the I ball? I just want ball handlers handling the ball and I want it going to people and I want them making quick decisions with what they're going to do. And I want movement and I want pace. I don't want it sticking in Tatum's hands while the defense sets and everybody gets ready for him and they force him left and he's got to make some weird pass to a guy that you don't want to have the ball in their hands and they have to shoot like putting the ball in Tatum's hands forces the ball out of Tatum's hands I, and I don't like it like I, it's not it's not what I want to see I don't think he's a good enough facilitator I think it really really messes with the pace on on occasion fine I can't stand point Tatum I can't stand it I get it but anything can't stand it go. please don't do it please don't do it I still think after all of these years even last year when they had three point guards the thing they needed most was an actual point guard yeah, and we're going to keep saying that, but if Tatum's not capable of doing that, this team's probably not capable of winning at all. So that is one of the big questions going into this year. We'll see. Look, can people make leaps? Yeah, sure. Time is not – I wouldn't say time's running out, but, like, I still – I say this all the time, Bobby. Tatum and Brown are fully formed, close to. Can they continue to improve some? Sure. I don't think either one is going to unlock an element of their game that didn't exist at all before. And this notion that Tatum's gotten better at this, I still don't think there's either the eye test or the numbers to support it. I really don't. Like, I don't think he's that much better with the ball in his hands. I think he has to play a slightly different style to utilize his strengths and his skill set. I don't think having him as your point forward and putting the ball in his hand at all times is the best thing that you can do. And I just don't think that's in his DNA. I think he's got to be a scorer. Um, and, and, you know, first and foremost and, and, and be able to move the ball. But anyway, yes, Cass waiting for you. Yeah. We want to, I, I want to get holiday if we can, I'd like to, I'd like to do a Brogdon piece here. It is enticing, isn't it? But yeah. you're sh shaking up quite a bit of the roster to do it here. 
and how much, again, you talked about depth to start the show, John. It is nice to have during the regular season, but can Drew unlock something that they didn't have before? That's yes, definitely yes, a yes. guy. He's, he solves so he does so many things for you if you can get it. So many things for you. He's definitely a guy who could log many more minutes on the ball at point guard than White and Broad yes. are capable of. So yeah. how aggressive do you get with the picks? Yeah. Do you, do you flip around and trade Brogdon right after you settled that situation? <laughs> if Brogdon was mad before. <laughs> yeah. Cass, fire Brad. Get get Brad, get Giroux or fire Brad, right? <laughs> That's what we're doing. Uh, and it's 33 million, Bobby, I think, not 36. So you do a little bit less. less there's, uh, there. there's bonuses in there. There's so a it's kicker? closer to 37, yeah. Okay. Yee. So that's the number you're trying to match there. And trade rules are a little tougher with matching this year. You got to be within 10%, which you said is like three, four million. So I know, I know, I know. It's tougher. There's strong cases for and against it, and there's very strong, uh, strong cases for it. If do you, you think white, that, especially? Do you think there's a world in which um, the Celtics? This is there. Like we don't know if it's possible, but I do wonder if the Celtics, if they were in on it. We're always in on it, but the Bucks would absolutely not include the Celtics in a three or a four way trade because no way they're going to let Holiday go to Boston. And Celtics they're not going to trade him there. Yeah, they would never. And the Celtics are sitting in the wings, absolutely with a done deal. And all of a sudden, it's announced like in four hours. Wouldn't shock me because, yeah, it would have made sense to include the Celtics as a partner here if you wanted to get it done. But the last thing Milwaukee would want to do is, is somehow route Giroux to Boston and. You know, if Brad were lurking, waiting in the wings, that would be the first time all of you, you know, fanboys with your Brad gif of him nodding there. And like that, that I think that that would be appropriate this time of like, yeah, I waited for this to happen. And as soon as it did, I pounced. So I don't know. We'll see if it's if it's well, the Bucks got lucky that do. the sun stepped up and threw Aiton in there because obviously yeah. Portland really liked Aiton. Yeah, I don't know what Portland's doing there. Well, you, I wonder. Part of me like thinks. Aiton. Part of me thinks they're just Celtics are laying in the weeds here, waiting for it to settle. And then as soon as it's official, be like, so yeah, holidays coming over here. Um, I was curious if they were in on load himself and maybe that. I just don't think it was feasible. Despite like Tatum's recruiting and this, not and they have the pieces, but uh, we do have to wrap it. So thank you guys for hanging out. It actually was a joy seeing all of these names in here. I'm really psyched um, that everybody's kind of coming back out. Um, and we're psyched to start the season. And as we said, uh, Monday's media day, we'll have uh, live press conferences and stuff throughout the day. And then we'll all jump on that night and do something. But before then, we're going to do a training camp season preview show on Thursday. That's tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Tomorrow. Yeah. So we jumped the gun. We came out a little early. We're going to talk tomorrow. We're hoping to have more of the crew available. So. Follow all of us on Twitter. Follow Celtic CLNS on Twitter and subscribe and uh, to, to this YouTube channel. You get and turn on your notifications. You'll be notified when we go live. You can jump on. We're looking at maybe 8 o'clock tomorrow um, for a live show, but we're still working on the time there, waiting to see what the other guys can do. So join us. Tell your friends. We're psyched to start the season again. Uh, recapping our top story once again, uh, Bucks acquire Damon Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers, a three-team deal um, where Lillard goes there, Giroux goes to Portland, some other pieces moving as well. Bucks got off pretty cheap here, I would say. Um, <laughs> Didn't they see did. this coming. Didn't see it coming. So It's it's creative. It's bold. I love Portland here too, man. You know, this is a great argument. 
if it's time to take a step back, just do it because you're going to get a hundred picks. You're going to get so many assets. You're going to pick high and yep. it's, it's going to be awesome. Yep. So thank you guys for hanging out. We appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow night for a preview show on the garden report. Take care.